Welcome to On White Horses Broadcast. Your life is valuable and has purpose. It's our heart's desire that you know how valuable every day is. So take 15 minutes with us and be encouraged. We have a lot to talk about. I'm excited to sit down today with my good friend, Drew Rosema. We've been discussing a lot about marriages and some of the struggles of marriages and and really just inside a, a man or a woman's heart and how they choose to handle the pressures of life. He shared a saying with me, so I wanted to invite him on today to explain it. It really is a way that you can look at life that will help you measure yourself on the inside of your heart and what's really important to you. And so you can figure out how you want to respond to the things that may be holding you back. Also, I want to invite Drew on now and I want him to explain one of the things you've found that that you uh, hold your heart accountable. Well, there, there's a couple of things and one of them is, is misplaced dependencies. Mm. So you become dependent on something that can't fulfill you. And the other thing is, is unrealistic expectations. And so sometimes we're involved in this thinking that, expecting that, well, if this would happen in a certain way, or if I was treated this way, then my life would be great. You know, and so we get caught up in this. And then when something tragic happens, we're not able to cope. We don't have strength inside of us to deal with the tragedy or, or the trouble that just happened to come our way, which is nobody's fault, but it just happened. Man, that, that's, I think we've all lived through it at one time or another. Yeah, most of the time these things kind of surface when feel like maybe we were mistreated, maybe by somebody else. Um, sometimes it can even be when we feel like um, God has let us down. Question, start questioning whether God even loves us. And that's not a good place to be. God made it abundantly clear that he loved us by giving us his only begotten son. And so we can, we can know this and anchor our hearts in that love that he's given us. So let's say there's a guy driving home from work. He's put in a long day. Uh, he has struggles with his wife and his kids are teenagers, so they're not always listening. How could he apply this to his home? There's no magic quick drink that you can take that makes it all go away between your ride home and your house. But I think there's small things that we can do, small steps that we can do on an ongoing basis. In our, and just like for me, just walking with God, coveting that time and making that time just to have a small devotional every day at the same time and to bring things, questions that I have or, you know, bring them to the Lord, especially problems. It's, uh, I think the, one of the challenges is as men is it's really easy to take work home with us. And we don't always just switch gears as quick. And we get home and then we're dealing with, you know, maybe discipline issues with a child or, you know, something broke in the house and man, you are exhausted and you just don't have time to go try to fix this other thing, one more thing that broke. And it's, it's easy to let life swallow you up. And it, it's important that we stayed anchored in knowing things about God's love for us and knowing he has his best for us and that enables us to respond well 
when those trials come up because it's not if they come up it's when they come up yeah i mean that's the truth is we'll get blindsided uh, just living life because we really don't have control over our life and we can't control other people and i think that's a sort of a that 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 describes the source of a lot of people's frustration is we really are striving to control but even when we do have control it blows up and now, now what now i go into severe depression because life didn't turn out the way i expected maybe i believed a lie that i could be god of my own life and what what happens though when you don't really do anything wrong and it gets taken away from you and it's not really anybody else's fault it's not like somebody but sometimes life happens tragedies happen mm -hmm. and do, are you strong enough inside your heart that you know there's going to be a better day? There's, there's a better day coming, and we'll get through this one. Sometimes that depression, having gone through a little bit of it before, it's kind of like a, a dark hole, and it just has a vacuum in it. And it just you can't let yourself get pulled down into it. And it comes because of the self-analysis inside of us, and we start to lose our hope because we feel like a failure. I know me personally, the only place I've found hope is in a relationship with God, turning my heart over to Him and not trusting my emotions or my mind. Now that's how I describe myself. I don't know how everybody listening describes themselves, but for me, I had to uh, realize that the voices yelling at me or mad at me or hate wanting to hate someone else I had to tell those voices that I'm not serving those voices. Those are bad choices. I'm not going to do that. Well, now what am I going to do? I'd ask God for help and the Holy Spirit would show up and, and calm me like the storm would calm. But I had to like be still. The, those storms are going to come. And that's why we, sometimes we have to rebuke the thoughts that come into us. Maybe we think, oh, the grass would be greener somewhere else, and it's, and it's not going to be greener somewhere else. It's going to be twice the trouble somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But what we're looking for, I can't expect my wife to fulfill me. She can compliment me. We can enjoy life together. But that fulfillment only comes from, that's reserved for God. That's what, he, that's what he gives us through his Holy Spirit, that ultimate fulfillment. Because what's going to happen is in every relationship at some point, one spouse might say to the other, you know, I don't think I love you anymore. And so if, if I take offense to, like, say my wife saying, you know, I don't think I love you anymore. And then I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? And, and I might go, well, that's not fair. There's all these positions I could take, but. What about this? It's like, you know, I know that um, you're kind of going through some challenges here, but I want you to know that no matter what, I'll, I'll always love you. This doesn't change my love for you, whether you're having a hard time right now. And whatever steps we need to take to smooth things out, let's look at that. But that, uh, that, but that doesn't mean I won't stop loving you. So you're telling me that love is not an emotion? Well, it shows up in emotion sometime, but love, I, I kind of always kind of looked at love as a, a faithful commitment that you make in your heart. 
And it's, a, and it's like it's a decision you've made and you don't go off of it. That's kind of what I see. Because, man, how I feel can be can change as quick as the weather. Right. Yeah, I, I think sometimes even just you know, have a job at work and there'll be a manager above you that used you as the scapegoat. And you took the short end of the stick so the manager didn't get in trouble and you had nothing to do with that. That can kind of like affect your marriage because you'll come home and be so frustrated. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there that are, that are having that. Well, one of the things I know is, is typically cream always rises to the top. So even if somebody's stirring the pot and you're at work or wherever and you're being wrongly accused of, of cooking the books or doing something that you didn't do or saying something that you didn't say or not doing a job you didn't do and some manager is really kind of doing the whole um, shift the blame somewhere else in the world. You know, I found that if, if you stay true and don't let those things take you out, it just takes a little more time. And after a while, those things come out because you're not the only person that that manager's done that to. You're not the only one that's been mistreated. And sometimes if that happens, you know, that's going to produce change, which makes us uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but really, I've learned that I can trust I can really trust God in all things. And my goal is, is to, to be loved to people, to do the best job I can. Um, I've been in a lot of company situations. I've been in a lot of things. I've seen a lot of misappropriations of funds. I've seen people lose their jobs. I've seen all these things happen because somebody's a bad character and they're greedy and they're selfish. But I think the nature that God gives us, this, the teachings that Jesus taught was... These are my instructions, you know. I'm showing you how to love one another so that your joy may be full. And when we become inward focused and we become selfish, love can't flow through us anymore. It shuts that valve of love off. And so oftentimes I just take that moment to pray, Father, I don't really know how to do with my kids today. I, I, I don't really know what to say. I love my kids, you know, just show me how to love them. And then just that small step might give me the, the extra moment of patience I need to talk to them, to find out what happened in their day and why did they respond or behave the way they behaved instead of like having a default position where I don't care why you came home from school sick. You're staying home for the rest of the day. You know, you're grounded, you know. Just ask the Lord sometimes, and he'll show us things. I think that's really wise. You've been married a long time. How many years have you been married? 38. 38 years. And you have four kids. Yes, I do. So you've seen some seasons that you had to walk through. Yes, I have. What advice would you give the married men out there? I, I kind of have this old rule from when I worked in a gravel pit. And we set up the gravel pit and the rule was the loader with the loader and stuff, don't ever back up toward the water and you'll never back in the water. So wherever there's danger, don't make, don't put yourself in a place where you have a high, if something goes wrong and something will go wrong so that when it does go wrong, you don't have a bigger problem later. So usually 
if I'm if I have if I know something is it might make me a little more angry or something like that, take a step back, be a little more cautious before you go into that. Don't let your emotions dictate it. It doesn't usually end up well. So how did prayer concerning your marriage strengthen you to walk through those storms? Well, I think the parts in prayer that really made a big impact for me is it began to quiet my emotions. It began to nurture inside of me a love and a strength to be able to talk with God and to, and to share with God what's going on and not to try to carry that burden myself. That is so true, Drew. Man, I have found so many times in my life when I was going through those battles, having Drew as a friend and him just be willing to pray or just to remind me that, hey, let's uh, calm down for a minute and let's ask God for help. Those things have been so instrumental in my life going through seasons because seasons will come and seasons will go. And one of the biggest importance I found is that emotions are not what rule my life, that I can let God rule my life. Man, if you really enjoyed this, you can go to onwhitehorses.org and find more gold nuggets like this that we share with people's lives. Because we're equipped in God through the power of prayer to be able to go forward and be successful in life. That doesn't mean that every day is sunny. There's no storms, but it does mean that you can go through a season into another one and you can keep your family and you can keep the hope that God made for you. Well, we thank you for joining us today. Because of Operation Blessing and Kingdom Coalition partnering with On White Horses, we have the ability to give free food. It is available every fourth Tuesday of each month. We partner with volunteers and local churches coming together to give food and drink away with no strings attached. Our purpose is to show how valuable you are to God. If you are out or short of food or even struggling to make ends meet, come let us help you or your family at White Horse Arena. You can find more information at onwhitehorses.org or on Facebook at On White Horses. Once again, you can find us at onwhitehorses.org or simply send your contribution to P.O. Box 5, Boley, Oklahoma, 74. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. And remember, you are valuable to God and God wants to walk with you. He loves you and he's waiting for you to love him back. And the Holy Spirit will meet you right where you're at in life and help you through all things. We will talk to you soon.